Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Shout out to that guy. The Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat, emanating from New York City. I am your Forever 24-7 champion, Peter Rosenberg, being joined in Philadelphia by the uh, EST of CHP. His name is Stack Guy Greg, the physically large. How are you? No, oh, you're muted. Perfect. Off to a good start. Still great. <laughs> there you go. But still great. Good, good, good. At least you're great. And we go, we go to Los Angeles um, for a few more months, at least, or I forget exactly how long. He's still 35 under 35. Dipperstein, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It ends your, in June. It's over in June. Well, no, because there are people. That's not true. There are people on the list that are 35. I got it. So I got another year. And then cool. I got to give up my crown. 
No, and then you That's take Mage. it to the 35 over 35. No, then he has to go to 40 under 40. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll find a 40 under 40 list to get on. Yeah, yeah. He's got to find a different 40 under 40 to get on. Um, uh, wrestling podcasters. Yeah, there you go. You could do 40 under 40 for that. Um, welcome, to the, welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. A lot to get into today, including uh, a conversation we just had with our producer, Troy, about how um, we're hearing from the powers that be that when we go as long as like 90 minutes, which we've been doing kind of pretty regularly, we're going too long. We're going too long. People's listening habits are not 90 minutes. They're more in like the 45 minute range. And I find it so interesting because I wouldn't say that I'm a super regular podcast listener, but the funny part for me and why I don't necessarily relate to people's listening patterns is if I'm into a podcast and it's the podcast I enjoy, I like want it to be as long as possible. I want 90 minutes. I want to keep going back and listening more and more. But I'm being told we should keep it more like, you know, an hour. My question is. We found out three hour raw. I mean, this is just what happened. We're three hour raw. Exactly. (laughs) That's what we, that's what GP is. It's a three hour raw and they want us to be Smackdown. My question is, what the hell's wrong with you people? I know. Who wants to leave after 45 minutes of this? Who doesn't need more? Are you, and I'm, I'm sorry. Where do you want us to save the time? 20 minutes at the beginning of the show talking about airlines. We can't lose that. The black power rankings is going nowhere. I'm telling you right now. Black power rankings is two nowhere. minutes, but I, I don't have 12 minutes to talk about uh, who's the who's not a great guy on The Sopranos every week. I guess By they way. don't want to hear us talk about this wedding that Dip was at with with Jomo and and Bray and and all these mage cast characters. Who's we're gonna Jomo? we're gonna spend 20 minutes on NASCAR today. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> I mean, so tune in, hour and a half. I mean, I don't know. You know, people. Um, stay with the all, crew. all right, SGG, what is happening outside the ring? No, seriously, the, there was a slow new week, but thank you for uh, thank you to Dip for being hashtag with the life. People saw his pictures with Bray and John Morrison, and, and they want to hear more. Oh, that's Jomo. That, that, that's Jomo. I'm going to throw it to throw it to Dip, our LA correspondent. He's going to give us uh, Dip, how's Bray Wyatt? As best he can. I, there, I, there's two words to describe Bray Wyatt, and uh, or 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 Wyndham, as I now call him, Wyndham. Oh yeah, Wyndham. Wyndham Rotunda. Uh, what do you think those two words are? Great, Great and guy? guy. That is correct. <laughs> but you already knew that. That's not that's not new information. That's not new information. I, I gotta say, this guy, he's a he's a great giant big man. Yep. Um. But so Rob Fee gets gets married uh, last Saturday, and he has Justin. Rob- I'm a groomsman. He has Justin Roberts uh, announce all the the groomsmen, and JoJo announce all the bridesmaids. And so I, you know, I don't know if you saw if if any of the marks are, <clears throat> or or uh, peckerheads listening saw Rob Fee's or Skylar Aston's social, you would have seen that uh, he called me Stone Cold Brian Dipperstein, which was he just took that liberty. <laughs> He just he, he took he took Stone Cold Liberty. He took Stone Cold Liberty. I mean, I did tell him that I wanted to be I, that I'm making. You know, everyone gave the hometown, and I said I'm making my spring residence in Palm Beach, Florida. <laughs> um, but uh, the table that I was sitting at was John Morrison, Bray Wyatt, JoJo, Justin Roberts. You know, uh, me, Skyler, uh, Scott Ratner. You know, uh, 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 wrestling for sales at Urge. I mean, it was so mage. 
the it was the the wedding table of the cinch. We were going. We were seemingly going and going. The yeah, alcohol so, was on the table because I guess Persian weddings you put the alcohol and the food on the table. Yeah. And, oh, it was a Persian uh, image. These people do shots. I will say one, the, the one the one interesting story I will tell. I can't say too much, but I will I will tell one funny story. I was at the bar with with Bray at the after party for the wedding, and me as Dip Flair. Uh, who's Richard Jace, I like to pay for people's drinks all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm at the bar with him and he, we're ordering a round of shots and I see him go for his wallet. And I said, no, no, I'm going to, you know, let me, let me, let me get this. Let me get this. And then like, you know, he still like proceeds to take out his wallet or, and, I, and then I start, and then we are like, I take so out <laughs> And, and I said, let me, seriously, let, you know, let me, let me get this. And he, and he, for one, we're having a great time all night for one moment. He looks at me and he goes, I'm going to get this round. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so Dean wanted to pay. I, and you know what I said? All right. <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, fiend. <laughs> um, if the fiend wants to pay, you let the fiend pay. He was paying and paying. He's so a, you're, so he's it's a great guy. So you weren't able when he went fiend. You weren't able to turn into Dipper fiend. Dipper fiend, absolutely yeah. not. I was scared to death. <laughs> um, he is a great guy, and it's very funny. I mean, that is the markiest wedding of all time. I am. There was other workers there as well. Um, he he literally. So hold on. The only reason he put you guys at the table with Bray and ju- and and the wrestling people was to pop you. I mean, that's that, it's not like he was like, well, we had to put all the. We have to put all the people who know each other together because you guys don't know them. <laughs> it was, yeah. we are going to let them have the night of their lives marking out as the, for the entire night. We were, yeah. And it was insane. I mean, it was awesome in every way, shape and form. It went on. The, the night went on and on. I will and going and going. We were going and going. And uh, during the, during getting, you know, the getting ready gimmick, the wedding, getting ready, putting on the clothes gimmick, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, oh, because you we, were a groomsman, right? Yeah, we watched uh, we watched Rumble '92, and we commented on it and taught the people who didn't know what was going on. That's always fun. That's a, always, you love you love Rumble '92, yeah, sure. I, not as I much as you love Rumble '89. I love the the underrated Beverly Brothers Bushwhackers match, um, <laughs> and uh, we had a great time. Well, that is a very very eventful evening, and some of the only news we had. God, by the way, people are very excited about. Uh, oh yeah, congratulations to Rob Fee. A lot of I will comment. There was a lot of beige dips on the table. Uh, for well, the a Persian like wedding, and yeah. yeah, a lot of beige dips. I mean, at Natalie's house, their beige dips galore. Never um, stops. No matter yeah, what the meal is, which one's that? I mean, yeah. No matter is, what the meal is, they are great. dipping and dipping and dipping. In fact, we had a conversation this week. There was consideration happening about watching the Super Bowl with her family. And oh. and I said, I was like, well, I was like, could I could I make can I make wings? And she's like, well, if we do that, we'll we'll have my parents wings. You know, we'll have we'll have the way they, they do wings from the grill. I went, mm, but you can diversify wings. You can always divert. Who doesn't want to divert a little baggie with your own buffalo sauce? She said, she said, well, you can make some, you can make it, you can bring your own buffalo sauce and you can make them wing, the wings the way you want. And I said, uh, 
I don't know if I want the salads and the and the beige dips during the Super Bowl. I I I, I, don't, I love it every time I visit. I love having her family's food, but during the Super Bowl, I'm very specific about wanting my American fat food. It's like my yeah. number one day of the year to eat garbage. I want nachos, no seven layer tight. dip, buffalo wings. I want every filth, flarn, flarn, filth available <laughs> on that day. You want a big plate of crap. I want yeah. a plate of crap. I want yeah. a plate of crap. Yeah. Um, anyways, SGG, anything else happening outside the ring? Should we have, should we have all the peckerheads uh, send in pictures of their of their plates of crap on Sunday? No. <laughs> yeah, it'll be worse than Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, no, I don't need to see everyone's plates of crap. Hashtag but I, I, plates of crap. Plate of crap. I want to uh, see it. I want to be tagged. The sad thing is, Dip is going to get this going, and he's not even on Twitter to see it. It'll it'll be me and you dealing with that. You send me things, you know, like you always send me stuff. I occasionally send Dip a, a Twitter link. SGG, what's going on outside the ring? That Anything is else? all from outside the ring. Nothing else. Nothing else that I saw of note. Hmm. Well, in that case, let's get inside the ring. Um, on this day, one week ago, we got um, MJF and CM Punk. They had their they had their match in Chicago. I have to tell you, I thought it was mage. I enjoyed I, it. I have to tell you, I agree. It was pretty a, good. Wow. It was a damn good match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was. I'll say it was. Too. It was. Took, it was uh, for me. Go ahead. CM Punk's best outing since uh, since he came to AEW. By by far, yeah. It was I don't even think match. you could argue that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like about forty minutes. That to me didn't feel like forty minutes. Usually, if once it gets dragging on too much, I I can have some comments about it. But uh, it was a good match. It was original. I liked the tape spot. I liked the restart. I had one issue with the, the tape spot. I had one issue with the tape spot. Okay, let me hear it. If, if anyone is not, doesn't know what we're referring to, uh, MJF thought he originally got the win over CM Punk by he he cheated. He pulled the tape off of his wrist and used it to sneakily choke Punk without the ref being able to see. But then he let go of the tape, and the tape was just like sitting on the neck, and it was like that should still be choking him. And I was like, why would it still be affecting him? He let go of the, the back of the tape. <laughs> you had to suspend belief on that. You one. had to suspend. It, it, it required a full suspension. Well, but it was well still- <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, when you're getting choked out, you're not, you don't automatically stop choking when the, the thing releases your neck. There's still a moment where you got to catch your breath and you're still, right. still getting. And your, he still had his arm around him. My, my right. favorite part was, you know, I, I just, I just want to say that. Wardlow is so improved in every way. Like at first, Wardlow to me was like the definition of like AEW's attempt at a WWE guy, but not good. Like he wasn't he wasn't quite big enough to be WWE big, and he didn't have a ton of character and personality. And he has really developed a a story with this MJF thing, a slow building story to where now you care about what happens to Wardlow and just a certain level of charisma, you know, like he actually is meaningful. And when he came out at the end of that match with Punk, you really didn't know what he was going to do, whose side he was going to be on. And I thought the sort of sneaky ring handoff 
to MJF was unique. I'd never and seen that. I got it. Well, you didn't. You never seen it because they didn't show it, right? They didn't telegraph it at all. They let it. They let it play for the replay. So as much as I as love I'm that crap on AEW for the production value and and the camera work, that one was perfect because you never saw his hand and the mystery of where the ring came from was actually something that they allowed to draw out through till we finally see the replay. Awesome. And then there it is. It was very old school, man. You know? Super. Hey. You know, it was like handing hand out, handing the salt. Yeah. It's, well, that, they're very big on that. On that. I mean, that, that's honestly, that's, it's probably one of the main things people like about AEW is how nostalgic sort of some of the booking of matches can be. Like, hey, this is something bad guys do. MJF has a ring. It's like built into his character. It, it's like Bob Orton's cast. You know, right. like you, you have something that is your cheat code that you always have that you can always go back on. Uh, but I like the MJF match. I thought it was great. And I thought it was one of MJF's best best matches, too. You know, I didn't like the MJF Darby match. Didn't think it fit. Thought it was way overscripted. Just didn't have chemistry to me. MJF and Punk have chemistry. They should keep this going. Yeah, I mean, he cheated to win, right? So that's usually, that usually keeps it going. The heel It'll doesn't usually cheat to win and, and then move on. Well, I mean, let's talk about the biggest AEW news is that Keith Lee is probably debuting tonight. Um, oh, that's the forbid. That's the forbidden door thing that Tony Khan promised last week. That was outside the ring news, SG. Thing, but. not really. I mean, the the announcement. You know, Tony Khan teased an announcement, and his announcement was another announcement, and we're gonna get a reveal tonight. tonight. But it's who's being revealed is not really news because it's you know it's all speculative. Wait, but is could it be, known? It could be cross. Nobody, nobody knows. By the way, nobody so knows it, because obviously, like you know, the the same sheets that have all the other reveals somehow don't have this one. So you know, do, we, do they keep Barricad? <laughs> no, they do not. And also. Someone pointed this out recently, and it was such a great point. Dip, how do you freak out about things that get written in our group chat, but then read all these major spoilers in, on the dirt sheets? Like, I didn't know. You just ruined it for me. I didn't know it was Keith Lee. I knew there was Forbidden Door. That's all I saw. I I, I didn't know anyone had said Keith Lee. And it could possibly still not be Keith Lee. Like, I, I don't not. know what's going to happen. If some, like, something happens the night of, that's the type of spoiler that I don't like. Or like if somebody because he didn't get it first. <laughs> if somebody talked to me, well, it's because it's still a spoiler whether it's night of or or week of. If it's being written about consistently in the dirt sheets, then I have no problem knowing the spoiler because it's totally unavoidable. I'm not going to avoid the dirt sheets and avoid everything. I mean, I read them all day, so it's like if I'm not. If I okay. I'll put it this way. If the headline reads, Keith Lee signs with AEW is expected to return in the next few weeks, that's a much different headline than spoiler, colon, big superstar returns at Dynamite. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's the type of spoiler that I don't like. I, if, I hear you so, that there is a difference. You, but here, if you were backstage, you would never do this, of course, but if you were backstage at, a, at, at Royal Rumble and you were like, uh, MJF is back here. I would f lose it. I would be very upset. Right. But if Meltzer wrote about it and said that MJF was back there, 
or that MJF was expected to be back there, you'd be fine. Yes. So here's here's what I'm hearing though. Here's what I'm hearing is that there, there's two lifestyle choices. And so P, do you read the dirts all day, every day for spoilers? Or like no. do you peruse? Okay. So Dip peruses the dirts for spoilers. Not for spoilers, good. for news that I can talk about on the podcast. Right, right. And and that's not why you're be- doing it. You did it long before you were on the podcast. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yourself. And if it happens to contain a spoiler, he will share with you, even though you may or may not want to know. But yep. then if you find news in the immediate with the rest of the world, Dip does not want you to share with him. Right. So it, even though so that news is out, it's pub- it right. was actually revealed <laughs> right. on time. No one what we have is a situation. Returning. It's all over the internet. So that's but, Pete, but, but Pete doesn't read that though. But he doesn't read that. So but no, no, it, it is it is a fair point. You read actual spoilers. The only thing that happens in our group chat is Andrew, and I by the way, I find it annoying too. Don't get me wrong, I'm just posting your balls. But Andrew reveals <laughs> things as they happen on TV. As I've said many times, if you were committed to wrestling, you would move to New York. So you can get it East Coast time like a real person. Not I'm this. Not getting an apartment you, there. you would agree. You would agree that the most fakakta thing about Los Angeles, the worst thing about it, is that you guys are on second-rate time. It's repug. It's the worst <laughs> thing about LA. Second-rate sure. time. Yes, this Why is this is the time. time. Who cares about the sun and the moon? I know. I agree. Everyone knows East Coast time is the time. That's that <laughs> is the time. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. I'm on fake time. I'm living in a fake uh, universe. Yes, you're in a fake universe. And when people out west, even people out west know when they talk to you, they have to say EST. They don't even pretend that people observe PST. It's a joke. It's an absolute it's joke. This is actually true. PST, complete schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, so it'll be interesting if it is Keith Lee tonight, I, I want to add. It will be interesting because I am curious to see if I care. Can can Keith Lee make me a believer? Because when everyone was, you know, going and going about Keith Lee, I just hadn't seen it. I never watched his indie stuff. Um, I I only saw him a little bit in NXT, and of course they didn't do a lot with him on TV. But I was never taken by his personality or his look. You know, so I'm interested to see is you know when they take off the reins and we get the AEW unleashed. Keith Lee, limitless. Will I care? I saw him at at, at uh, PWG a few years ago. I think I believe he wrestled Matt Riddle, and he was flipping and flipping and doing. He was slipping and flipping, flipping and flipping. He was doing crazy stunt like things at, at PWG, and the crowd was going crazy for Keith Lee. So I know that he's capable of it. They totally watered him down in WWE. They didn't let him. There was not a flip in sight, and. Uh, <laughs> We'll see. I mean, his whole the whole gimmick in the indies was that he was an enormous gargantuan divige that was able to do crazy things. So, and they totally got rid of that. So, if he can go back well, to those roots, it's going to be highest loves. Well, whether you care, I think, is honestly going to be determined um, by the presentation, right? Because if he doesn't get on TV or if he does, like, if he's used the way a lot of other talents are used where they come in and it's a lot of fanfare and then you don't see them or you have to go to YouTube to see them or you see them in spurts, then you're not going to care. I mean, it's, and it's the same issue with WWE, right? If it, if you care, it's going to be determined about by how he, how he's used and how honest you're willing to be about how he's being used. 
Yeah, I think it's like there, there's a certain level of it, of course, that will just be, you Hype. know, what they're capable of, right? right? But then it's about what they choose to do. Yeah. And uh, so for that, I will be very, uh, very curious to see. I mean, guys, but as it stands right now, though, you don't care if it's not particular. Like, like, let me put it this way. If I was watching tonight and they were like, by God, they and by the way, AEW is at their worst when it comes to revealing people. So they telegraph. They and then the, they, they it's Tony Schiavone wearing a bad sweater, standing on a stage coming out of commercial and he just brings the person out. Like I, It's the one thing I I don't it's I, they've overcomplicated reveals on this show to the point that it's like it's the one thing any company can get right. You could go to a podunk nothing New Jersey indie show and they could surprise you with an appearance and everyone goes, "Oh my god." And it feels like wrestling. on AEW for some reason is the one thing that they really have a hard time with. But uh, well, if I were to just be sitting there and they and here comes Keith Lee, no, my instant reaction would be like, oh, Keith Lee. Let's see. Let's. There's a, there was another major story about a signing. Here uh, we go. That, that Boogeyman has uh, re-signed with WWE this week, and uh, I'm <laughs> excited by that. By the way, is this true? 100%. I don't know that this is true. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where did you read this? The Dirts. <laughs> I was featured on all week with the Rob Fee wedding. That's right. So you were you were even more involved than usual. Because, huh? Yeah, he did. Wow, that is official. Yeah. Beware of the get community because you're about to be eaten. I got to tell you, <laughs> I have to tell you right now. Keep Boogeyman and his worms away from the kickoff show. I want nothing to do with Boogeyman and his worms. I don't even know you just I don't even want to be I don't even think he's been backstage in character since I've been working there. I don't even want to see him walking around backstage. I think he's you spoke so it into amazing. existence. But you're going you're to see all of this. You're oh. going to be sharing the dressing room with him backstage. There will be worms. He is older. Gonna, he is. He is. He's a veteran. So he probably there's a good chance he will be in our dressing room because that's where I, a lot of the vets go. Can I make a recommendation? <laughs> a Peter Rosenberg worm segment. No. At the can I make a recommendation? Go ahead. Try a worm. <laughs> <laughs> no. How bad could it be? Eat one worm. <laughs> that would be Absolutely a great not. bit sitting there with him going, let me try a worm. I just want to give me take one more little worm. It'll go to They're catering. Definitely live sauce. worms, though, right? We know that. For oh, sure. yeah. They're live up a storm. Walk up to Boogeyman and say, you're eating all these worms. There must be something about the worms that you like. Let me try a worm. Yeah. Bring And, and then maybe in catering. Get a, they have tartar sauce. They have sriracha. They have everything. Are you not going to have your buffalo sauce that you? Maybe I bring some, uh, some Stubbs, Stubbs barbecue sauce. Because by the way, I I'm I know this is controversial. I I prefer barbecue wings. I know. I know. I know. No, I mean I do too. What are you I, crazy? I do, too. I do. What's going on with this guy? I do too. You do SGG. And by the way, I like them cooked like buffalo wings. Like I want them regular fried wings. But I prefer them tossed in delicious, sweet barbecue sauce. I really do. I yeah. love the sugary, delicious they flavor. Are. They never are cooked like buffalo when you have the barbecue. That's yeah. not true. No. I, I've had I've had some where they 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 grill it to start, and then they flash fry it, and then they sauce it, throw it back on the grill, and then they. It's, you don't. By the way, I don't care. Yeah, you don't have to grill it. I don't need a barbecue to mean 
on a barbecue. I just want barbecue no, but sauce. Just, I'm just talking about the technique, though. The technique yeah, yeah, yeah. where it comes like, I don't like just a grilled perfect. Wing. I don't like grilled wings. I like a grilled wing. I like a grilled yeah. wing. Not it's, as much I as a fried wing. It's a slimy wing. A grilled wing. Are you? No, are you? It depends, are you on how, it depends on who's the, the technique. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It technique. shouldn't be slimy. It should not be slimy. There's always yeah. some element of slime with a grilled wing. I need so I needed flash fried or fried of some kind. I need something fried there. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I need to acknowledge this publicly because we need the audience to know we let them in on everything. We need to get you a new microphone. I don't want the audience to think that we're all okay with the fact that you sound worse than me and SGG. There's whatever you did with this mic. And the problem with Dipperstein and a mic is I have to handle getting him a new one like I would if my dad was a co-host on the podcast. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, how am I going to set it up? I need to do. So, like, I almost need to, like, hire someone to go to his home and build and build a studio because we need you to sound the exact same as us. I, I just, great again? It's okay. You just, uh, I think the audience listening in their car is going, why does Dip not sound as good as SUG and Rosenberg? That, this is why they won't know. go with This is why they won't go with us to 90 minutes. I, I, I don't want to blame Dip. I, I, I will not blame Dip's audio. <laughs> okay. But I just want everyone to know we're, we're going to address that over this next week. And he did try. He bought an expensive mic. He connected it. He probably has one thing that's not done right that I would see it if I was there and go, what the hell are you doing? But I am not there. So we're going to do the best we can. I got to um, sure I'm feeling bullied. I'm feeling no, no, no. You no, know, I, no I, I feel like I failed you because I was at. I was at DRL a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't. Yeah, you actually should have. Let me take a look at your mic. We should. And by the way, I was there when I was there in the winter. I should have looked at it too. (laughs) Yeah, never said. Let me take. Let me take a look at you. Never even. Never said a word. Honestly, this is this is not on you. This is this is our failure. I own my part. There is a system in place, by the way, that the ringer will set you up with that would definitively sound better. It's but SGG, the to, question is, can he handle the Zoom recorder and the card and putting the card in the computer? And give me, if you write down the steps, oh, I will be able to follow steps. Okay. I think you. I think you could. I think Troy. I think that may be the answer is getting him the traditional way of a Zoom recorder and a microphone, and he would sit there and he'd hold his mic and he would talk into our computer and. You think it's possible, Troy? It even has a mic stand. He doesn't even have to hold the mic. They'll send them right. Stand. They send a mic stand, right? Yeah. I'll tell you right now. There's something going on with the plumbing in one of the bathrooms that I'm not going to touch. Okay, <laughs> I'm not changing a stem valve. But uh, no. if you tell me how to plug in a microphone and give me the steps, I could probably do it. What do you think, Troy? 
I'll have to talk to the bosses uh, at the ringer about this. This might be uh, too too much of a demand, but we'll see what strength I can pull. All right. See what you can do, Troy. I thought there was a shred of sarcasm there. There was. There was a shred. <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I felt a shred. I felt a shred. You thought you said you said a minimalist shred of sarcasm. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling shreds. By the way, I watched a hell of a match earlier this morning. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It was a... Uh, um, Don Morocco versus Hillbilly Jim in a real clash of, 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 of tr- early 80s. True strong men. 87. 87 prime early time. 87 probably. Yeah, there you go. 87 prime time. Very early 87, beginning of the year. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Brent. Beginning of 87. Morocco was at the back knee was at its height. The man had so much. He, he Him and Ted Arcidi win the award for most significant back knee. In, there's in, no in, doubt. There's no doubt. Well, there's some reasons that you could probably uh, attribute that to. All right. Um, so going back, look, we, we've spent some time on AEW, at least the MJF and the word low of it all and what will happen tonight. Moving to WWE, we had a uh, I got to tell you, I um I enjoyed the Lita. I enjoyed the Lita Becky Lynch segment this week. Um, it just it just made me think the same thing that I said last week, though, which was I wish this wasn't for a match at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's a horrible mistake to be putting it at elimination chamber. It's it's just so they could you know fill out the card for the whoever is a fan of the of the nostalgia there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just it feels like that's the ploy. I and know. Not that, it, it's that's what it is. I mean, it's a, that's why you're getting Goldberg and you know it's just oh my god, man, that Goldberg. I mean, we can talk about lead in a second, but I mean that Goldberg segment was oh Gavolt and Hemel. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what to say. I, I just listen, man. I, I'll say it again. Go ahead. I, Go ahead. I've, had, I've had Goldberg merch. He was one of my biggest merch. I had a I had a Goldberg stand up talking thing. I had a uh, a bust for the for a wall bust of Goldberg in my room when I was little. I was obsessed with Goldberg, and now watching you know fifty five sixty year old Goldberg come out there. It just really, it just does not hit the same. And I obviously, and it's just kind of sad and weird. And he doesn't feel like a threat. And it's just bad. I don't know, man. It's, it's, I, I wish the man all the best, but I, I, I can't see him in the ring anymore. It, it's just, it, I can't watch this. I can't watch him anymore. Uh, by the way, I, I want to, uh, speaking of legends, I just want to update that I see a story here that, that boogeyman it appears that this was a retweet he had posted that he'd signed a contract all the way back in december it sounds like it was just a legends contract dude i don't think boogeyman is going to be back in any regular you're way. not getting out of the you're trying the worm okay yeah, you haven't just the one worm just even if it's like just a little dabble all right I'll, that's fine 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 um sgg what did you think about the roman uh goldberg of it all i mean uh there was a point in time, don't get me wrong, where I would have agreed with Dip in that we just don't need to see Goldberg coming back. But I got to say that the the feud with Lashley, it, it made me feel like he does at least have enough in the tank to get through this one more match that that people have said that he, he has on his contract. And we were supposed to get Roman Goldberg a couple of years ago, and maybe both Roman and Goldberg are at the point where this match is going to be leaps and bounds ahead of whatever we were going to get a couple of years ago. So, I mean, I, I like this new Roman and I like this new Goldberg. So I'm interested to see uh, what they do with it. And it's only what they have one week to, to get there. So it's 
just the right amount of time to build the Goldberg match. He doesn't have to go out and do many promos. He came out. He challenged Roman. Heyman's going to handle the final little bit of setup that needs to be done. And then they're off to, to Saudi for the, for the show. So I think it'll be fine. Ugh, it's unwatchable. The feud means nothing. They've done nothing with it already. It's just that your next thing. I mean, dude, it's it's bad. It's bad. They should be doing Goldberg Riddle. That's what because <laughs> that would be something. Because Riddle was talking all the ish on Goldberg in in, in out of kayfabe. It so it's just like an online storyline versus yeah. An online storyline as opposed to just going, you're next. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to agree. You're with next has been game. his thing for like the whole, you, you know what I mean? I it's, need it. It's, everyone's next and he loses. He, there's no one next. <laughs> well, yeah, what, next to what? Next to what? To, 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 pin to win. Next. You're next to win. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll, here's the other reason. The other thing reason I would advocate for Riddle uh, over Roman is Goldberg could look better against Riddle. Yeah. He could toss him around a little bit. You know, Riddle's significantly smaller than he's not a small guy, but he's smaller than Roman. Yeah. I mean, you, have you seen Roman's matches lately? Roman Romans gets tossed around. <laughs> Rollins oh, was tossing by Romans guys around. by guys who are younger and stronger than than Goldberg. You know, Brock tossed know. Goldberg. Brock tossed Roman around. Uh, who else tossed Roman? That's Rollins Brock. tossed Roman around. And Ro- Rollins looked tiny next to Roman, even in the shield gear and was tossing Roman uh, around. So Roman's gonna, sure Roman's gonna bump for Goldberg is my point, and Roman's gonna make him look good, and Roman's gonna gonna sell and like he does for everybody. He has no, no, I'm not. That's it's, it's, absolutely. I'm there's. I'm not. I'm not questioning what Roman's capable of doing, but you know, is it yeah, this I, an exciting I, match? Come on, let's. I'm not it. waiting with probably. It probably will be. I mean, we still. I thought the same thing about Lashley Goldberg, which is just like, why do we need to see it? What ha- and then. And they built it up to where I want to see them do it do it twice. And also, I mean, this was a Saudi show, so we knew Goldberg was showing up. I know, for but Saudi SGG, mania. Let's be SGG, honest. He's there is no shred of any possible. There's no chance in hell that he can. He's going to win. So it's like you're just going into the match just to watch him take a few Superman punches, and that's going to be it. He's not I mean, getting that's Roman. Me. Listen, nobody has a chance of beating Roman, but. <laughs> I don't mind the spoilers. Like I don't mind knowing that Roman's going to beat his ass. I just want to see the match. The match is going to be good. The outcome is. This is a crazy take, man. You you think you think it's going to be good? What was the last good? So you think Lashley was good? You're giving that one good? That was okay. Yeah, Lashley and Lashley Goldberg was was very entertaining. It was interesting. Both matches. You didn't like both matches. Lashley. I don't. I don't remember. I only remember one. That's how remember the Saudi memorable it was to me. I remember one match. There, I, I know there were two. Um, listen, the thing was with, Sl- it was SummerSlam where he just destroyed him and then beat his son up. And then yep, there was and they stopped the, the match, right? And there was the Saudi match afterwards. I believe it was like a no DQ or some type of stipulation. And they went crazy. Nothing two, more, nothing's more significant than the Sam Houston Dino Bravo match that I'm currently watching from July 1988. <laughs> That's big. I'm um, telling you, listen. Like I said, there was one time when I would, I would be all in on Dip's assessment of Goldberg, but those Lashley matches, man. I think, I think he's focused up. I think he stopped banging his head on the wall before he has a match, and he's not walking into it concussed or any, you know, out of it. And these matches are infinitely better than than that Undertaker match that I thought should have been the last time we saw Goldberg. 
Yes, bet. I, I would agree. I would agree with better than the Undertaker match. I was upset I, that there was even an Undertaker match. I mean, that oh god. Um. I, I, uh, so by the way, I, I enjoyed the opening segment of Raw quite a bit. I have to tell you that I thought the I thought the um, Gable, Otis, um, Randy, Riddle um, trivia was 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 pretty fun. Um, at first, I thought this is better for a live show than it is for TV. Like it seemed meant to just pop the live crowd in Denver, but as it went on, I'm not gonna lie, man. Chad Gable is so entertaining. It, the only thing they messed up with that in that bit, I did not understand the buzzer joke that they made about the buzzer being too loud and him writhing around every time yeah. the buzzer went off. That was so stupid, so stupid, and went on entirely too long. But like, you don't need it. Chad Gable is just funny. Chad Gable going, "Thank you," is such a great shush. <laughs> The shoosh and thank you. Like he has comedic chops, dude. Chad Gable is funny. And they made him do too much with the writhing around. And I loved how Otis, you know, Otis knew the answer was Hamlet and he shushed him. Good stuff. I I enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to when it started. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. And it was all four of them too, honestly. Orton, Riddle. Otis, all yeah. four of them. Yeah, they're great. I got I'm no very interested to see, right there. Very interested to see if Gable gets a shot to really run with this thing and like build it further. You know, like that. W- will they take this beyond what will happen after the story with RK Bro? Whether they keep the titles or not, I'm just so curious to see where they go with Gable and Otis. There's so much potential in those dudes. Um. Very, very curious about that. Uh, we had the um, Dominic, Miz, Rey Mysterio situation. Where do we think? Do we think this is going anywhere? I mean, it's clearly going to be a WrestleMania match, right? They're building. Is that is that what is that is that like definitely what we're doing here? I think that's the end game. I really do. Miz and Dominic. Probably Miz and Rey. Miz and Ray, Ray with Dominic, Ray with Dominic. Yeah, maybe this is the setup finally for Dominic turning on Ray. You know, and the Miz is so good that they're they're worried maybe that Dominic can't pull it off on his own, and so they're using somebody who is an incredible storyteller to sort of maybe help Dominic along on the path towards a character of some kind. Smart. You know how I feel. You know how I feel. I would like that. I would like that. Uh, any other major takeaways from um, Raw this week, SGG? No more major takeaways from Raw, but I mean, from SmackDown. Keep going. Ronda Rousey made it official. She is challenging Charlotte Flair for that SmackDown Women's Championship uh, at WrestleMania. So there's no more speculation to be had. Dip and I predicted it that that was where it was going to end up. And um, looks like they they're here. They're going for it. And so, what do you think that means for the Becky situation and I mean, the it, Raw title? It probably means Becky and uh, Bianca WrestleMania, right? I would assume. I, I that's what I assume. Even though, like, yeah, because it seems like over the last two weeks, there's been an attempt to heat Bianca back up. 
Yeah, and I mean, and honestly, too, even though Bianca lost that championship in uh, 26 seconds at SummerSlam, I mean, Royal Rumble winner, WrestleMania main event, sole survivor at Survivor Series coming down from a deficit of four to one. You know, that feud with Dewdrop without the title where she made Dewdrop look good to the point that Dewdrop is commanding main events and, and things of that nature. If she goes into the Elimination Chamber, wins, and then challenges Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, that 26 seconds, even with that, she's had a good year. Like a really good year from, from Mania to Mania. Yeah. Oh, there's no doubt about that. I, regardless of what happens, I would say she had a good year, no matter how we feel about SummerSlam, et cetera. Um, I just wonder, will there be a... Th- it's two nights, guys. There has to be a third women's match, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, what they need to do... There should be four. Should be four Alexa Bliss, I think, probably. I don't think Alexa Bliss will be involved in a story in time for... I don't know. You got still six weeks. Yeah, I but, know. I mean, but like he said, who would she, what would her rivalry be? Would she, I mean, because if she takes that last spot in the Elimination Chamber, which I think like, might still be open for the Women's Elimination Chamber, oh, that's match, right. and then she ends up in the main event, that honestly would feel like a hot shot. Yeah. Um, but there's, uh, there's, there's, there's several other people to think about still. By the way, they could end up having like, you know, because... They could have um, they could have Asuka. Naomi and and Sonya in a match. Yes, they could they could to finally you know and that they have Dewdrop out there. You have Liv, Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash. That's probably what's going to end up happening, right? Nikki Ash is a fully formed supervillain going into WrestleMania. Possible, but then again, it's who? You know? Yeah, I, I don't. Nikki, it's it's interesting because I believe Nikki's more interesting as the supervillain character. Like it 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 makes yeah. more sense, but at the same time, it still seems so unrealistic that she's an actual threat to people to me. Yeah. She I doesn't mean, win either. All right. Ever. Well, that's that's pushing her descent, right? Like, I mean, if she's if she wins, then there's no she doesn't lose her faith in being a hero. She loses and then she descends a little bit more, and now she's She's a villain because at some point the fans are going to abandon her too, and then that's the last that's the last thing she needs to just go over the edge. I think the fans have abandoned her, man. I don't think she's got a big <laughs> fan base right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. 
Let's uh, let's delve into a little mailbag this week, shall we? I think we need to talk to the people. Mail. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. That's how you reach out to us. And today's February 9th as we're recording, so that means I need to look at emails past February 2nd. Um, I'm so confused. We, people write about such random, interesting topics. Uh, JD wrote us um, and said, hey, hello, Peter, SGG and Dip. I emailed you all a couple of months ago stating that sliced bread wishes it was the greatest thing since Brian Dipperstein. As the advocate for sliced bread, I was informed to let you know that they heard about Dip's stance on looking up turbulence before a flight. Sliced bread is now okay going back to being known as the greatest thing since Betty White, who was born before the invention of sliced bread. May she rest in peace. Despite <laughs> Dip's turbulence take being worse than the Seth Rollins fiend Hell in a Cell match, no podcast is consistently as great as Cheap Eat. Wow. I guess he, he really felt strongly against your turbulence take. Well, I, I mean, no, I didn't hear from anyone who said they liked turbulence. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Meaning like you don't want to look it up before a flight. I mean, maybe I he know. just thinks you're, he might just think you're crazed like I do, but I, mean, I don't know if that's enough to remove your uh, sliced bread status. I got a lot of love for the turbulence takes. I got a, you know, people, I tons of turbulence love. Um, Tyson writes us. Male. Uh, EST, Sweet Pea, and Dip the Dip. Not sure how anyone can hate the finish for Roman Seth. Their feud is by a million times the best thing, the best long-term storytelling WWE does. That finish keeps the rematch for SummerSlam or next year Mania. Who is left for Roman if he beats Brock? Seth is the guy to heat up as a babyface and maybe take the belt or at least be plausible as a challenger. I get you guys want to elevate someone, but Roman is Undertaker adjacent at this point. He can't just lose to Austin Theory or even Riddle. It has to be Rollins because he is the guaranteed guy that will be around to benefit from the rub for 10 years plus. Stay mage, Kubi. It's, it's a I smart message. It's a very smart message. I don't disagree with it. Um, it's a very practical message. And uh, I don't expect him to lose to Austin Theory or, or Riddle. But uh, he need the belt needs to come off of Roman Reigns. What? Absolutely not. No, you don't think I, you don't think the title I, should ever come off of him. Ever? I would I, mean, I would be happy with Roman going through this mania and then holding it through to WrestleMania Hollywood. And then bashing the rock and then going on through that. Drop it SummerSlam 2023 I mean, if it if has to be. I mean, dude. I mean, you, you, you just not, you just gave him another year and a half. He's not Frank Gotch. He's not he, he's he's not, but what I will say though is that what I think the lesson that WWE learned from the title reigns with like Pete Dunn and, and Asuka and even Walter or, or Gunther, formerly known as Walter, is that fans have the attention span for those long title reigns as long as you tell the right stories. And I think with Roman Reigns, they have been telling the right stories throughout from the Jey Uso to, the, to him beating challenges and then people randomly challenging him that next night to him extending his Brock feud to him extending his Seth feud uh, potentially in the future with the right stories, they could extend this Roman Reigns thing um, as long as they want, honestly. And I think I think they can get it done. Uh, SUG, I, I don't know, man. I, you, you, I guess I guess one man's interesting is another man's boring. But you're talking about another year and a half of basically the main segment on SmackDown 
to some degree feeling the same as it has for a year and a half. It would end up being three years of your A show on network TV. Like, do you, the question would be, is he, we know he's a a needle mover as he tells us with his shirt. Is he enough of a needle mover that he is getting truly, at that point you're talking a truly Hogan 80s like push. That is like, 86 to 89 Hogan. Like it is, he is our every single week. He's the guy. Yeah, I think he is. I mean, you know, when he went on Fallon, he did like a a five, 10 minute interview. And that was one of the highest rated segments that Jimmy Fallon's seen in years. He comes out, the ratings bump up when he comes out. The crowd is hot for all of his matches. If, If you don't want him to be in this segment on SmackDown for another year, do a draft, move him to Raw. He has a fresh set of challenges and run him through Raw for the for another year. Give him a red belt and let's do it all again. But I think that he is unquestionably, undoubtedly at the top of the main event scene in WWE, period, both shows. And again, if with the right stories, fans have the attention span for Roman as champion for as long as they want. And they we've proven it. it it's a tested theory through... NXT UK title and both of those reigns or a few two-year reigns with that. Asuka's reign as NXT women's champion. They've they've been testing these long reigns on NXT and now they're doing it on the main show. And I think Roman is the exact right guy to build it up and do it. I think it. it's funny that you think that anything they do on NXT impacts anything they do on the main show. You know, evidence would suggest that whatever happens on NXT is forgotten by the time eight o'clock Monday rolls around. I mean, I wouldn't say that, right? Because they remind you all the time about Asuka's undefeated streak, right? Riddle kept his same character on NXT and kept moving, and they built him up. I, I don't know. I'd like, I'd like, I would like, I want a good challenger for for Roman. The idea of him just running roughshod for three straight years, like he's had good challenges though. He has had some. He has had yeah. some, but he's running. He's running out. And also, the story. I need at least the story to update. I need. I need. I want to. Let's dig into the family stuff more. You know, how does he get along with the elders in his family? What does Rakishi say? What does this one say? What do you know? What do the Wild Samoans say? You have to like. It's not enough for him to just come out and go. Acknowledge me, like we we need. If if your idea is true and he's meant to be the dude to stay on top for another year and a half, I'm not saying I'm opposed to that. I do think he's big enough and 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 charismatic enough to be that guy, but it has to be more than he just comes out and slowly holds his title up week after week. But I think I, it ha- I think it has been more than that, right? Like if you if you look at the Seth story and the Brock story and even like the Cena and the Finn Balor story, the start is the same. He comes out, he says, acknowledge me, he gets a new challenger. And yes, the end is the same, right? Those challenges eventually get put down one way or another. But in the middle, like the story, like the meat of those stories have all been different. And he's always shown some vulnerability and he's always added a new layer to the character. So it's one thing, I can see you saying like, yeah, the story is the same because the result is the same. But the stories that are being told and all those feuds over these past couple of years have all been different. Now, did they give you more of a family element? No, and I think they wasted an opportunity to do that when Jimmy came back and he 
immediately went right back into the fold and then the Usos are with him and like they have his back no matter what because they could have ran back the same storyline they did with Jay with Jimmy. <laughs> you know, Jimmy came on too easy. But I think as far as the challenges that he's been presented so far, the story that they actually told uh, through the promos and through the matches throughout the feud was different. Now, the feud remained the same, of course, because it's the tribal chief. Nobody's actually going to get the championship away from him. But they all looked like they could. They all looked like they could. I think Brock looked like he could. I thought Finn Brock was absurd. Person or baby Bobby, who have been somewhat of a threat, seemingly a threat. I, I just don't. It's not Rollins. It, it hasn't been Rollins. Hasn't been Kevin Owens. It hasn't been anyone else. Yeah, Kevin Owens didn't feel like a threat. No, Kevin Owens didn't feel like he could. KO had a nice match with Austin Theory, by the way, this week. That was good. Austin Theory, man. Whew. He's yeah, good. He's mage. He's mage. Austin Theory he could the be. Title. Say it again. He needs the IC title, like we talked about last yeah, yeah, week. Yeah, I, I, I would love. I would love that. Title. Back to Roman Reigns, he is definitely something that I enjoy in WWE. I think he is the man. I'm a fan. I like seeing him. I think what they've done with him and creating the supervillain is awesome. But there, it is now at the point where the acknowledge me, hold up the belt, feud with new person. It just, it, it is boring. I mean, it just, it, I mean, yes, the feuds have been slightly different either way. But like you said, the results are the same. And it just does. It doesn't feel like anyone can beat him. Maybe Brock, but it doesn't feel like anyone can beat him. And it's you're going to lose people at some point when no, they if any if people do not feel like the result is going to be different. You know what I'll say it is. Point, yes, you'll lose. I agree. That that's how I feel. And also, you know, I just feel like the 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 ten minutes or so of his entrance and that sort of droning music. And, and then you Pat have Matt McAfee Steve. screaming, you know, going way over the top about how he's the greatest, the greatest superstar of all time. We must all, I just, it feels to me some weeks, it feels like a little bit of a broken record. It's just like, I, you know, like maybe it just needs some freshening for me or it's, it's, listen, I understand they've, they've relied on people obviously week to week to week for a long time before. But this is a different sort of animal because it's understated and it's slow, which is and cool, but it needs more for me sometimes. It's not like Austin and Triple H and The Rock when they used to be able to go out there, Undertaker, and just say – I mean, Undertaker doesn't count because he always said some, basically the same stuff, but not 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 uh, American Badass Undertaker. They were able to go out and sh and do fun promos and say fun, cool things, and they were off script and it, they reacted to the crowd. Now it's he, it's it, Roman is a robot. Yeah, his character. I mean, maybe that would be another step for him to take is allow him to be a little bit more, you know, engage a little bit where every word doesn't sound so sort of uh, rigid, kind of. You know, he's capable of it. I truly believe he's capable of it. But I'd like yeah. to see a little bit more. I'd like to see a little bit more back and forth, you know. But does that serve his character though? To like go out and like be cool guy with the crowd, like like you said, he has an understated, quiet, cool. His doesn't have to be cool guy. Comedy. It could be dissing the crowd. It could be straight heel work. I like his character. The vil his villain character is good, but the presentation is getting boring. And even di even dip too. You made me think of something when you mentioned, um, you know, the results being being the same like and and you you compare him to a supervillain like marvel right for the past 
over 10 years have been pumping out movies where you know that at the end, this is going to be the result, right? The good guy will prevail. But people still go and pack those theaters out for those movies to see the stories. And I think that's the that's the zone that WWE is in with Roman right now. You know he's going to win, but people are still packing out those, those arenas to see the stories and see the matches that he's going to tell. And I think he's been delivering. Give me Roman for four more years, man. You, you can't compare SGG, you root for guys and you want them to win. I got news for you. There's a word for you. It starts with an M and it ends with a K. And that's how you feel. And you don't yeah, ever want to That's see all of us. I mean, listen, we, we come here we come here for over an hour every week and people listen for the same reason. We're all we're all marks at the end of the day. Well, yeah, but I but no, no, you care about results. You you care wins and losses for the guys you like. I don't. I do not care who wins and loses. I, I haven't want, been arguing, I haven't been arguing wins and losses. I've been arguing for the story just now. The whole I know, time. but you wanting the, t- the title to never come off of him to me, literally that you would take it for four years and think that would be compelling. That's, I mean, I it's been, I, it's been almost two and it's been compelling. I don't look me. back. I don't look back at, um, you know, the years where Bruno San Martino would have the title for five years and think, Oh, I wish I was around to see that. I mean, I do wish I was around to see it like once. I don't know if it's what I would want. <laughs> Male. And 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 black power rankings. Uh this is from um this is from Ryan who says, Hey fellas, insert nicknames here. Rewatching the rumble and notice one thing. The pops were garbage. Almost no pops. Started to wonder why and realize it's because wrestler entrance themes are so terrible. A big part of why we pop for wrestlers is because of their music. The best pop was Randy, of course. The hometown pop is a factor, but I can't help but pop when I hear I hear voices in my head. Look at the pop Seth got for his match when he came out to the Shield theme. Is this the worst era of entrance themes ever? I thought. P.S. If you want your life changed, drink a cool, refreshing Limoncello LaCroix. Game changer in the LaCroix game. LaCroix and LaCroix, Ryan in Las Vegas. <laughs> I don't care for the Limoncello. I think it's the, the, the taste is so distinct it's like you're drinking lemoncello I, I, I think it's too much it, it doesn't just have the essence it's it, they go full lemoncello with the lemoncello so I, I don't agree with uh i also don't agree with this take about the music if your issue is that the music maybe drowns out the pops i i thought that's where he was gonna go yeah. i don't think it's a particularly bad music era i i like a lot of themes actually as good as it was 10 years ago eh, i I don't, I'd have to go through it person by person. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of people whose themes I like actually more than there may be some that sound too similar, you know, but this is what happens when you use the same, when you use like the same people or a couple of people to do tons of themes. Um, Drew writes us mail. Hey, Major Man Rosenberg, Million Raccoon Man Dipperstein and Intercontinental Breakfast Champion Greg. Long time, first time. <laughs> Considering Dip's reactions for the Royal Rumble, who would win this elimination chamber, Dip? Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, freaking, freaking Rollins, or Seth freaking Rollins. Love the nonsensical banter. Keep up the great work, and thanks for the entertainment. Sincerely, a great guy with a life, Drew. I would say freaking. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't bet against freaking. Can't no. <laughs> I like the idea of freaking throwing out Seth freaking Rollins and, and freaking Rollins and Seth Rollins and all these people. They all sound like great guys. Um, 
Um, okay, la I'm going to do one more. Last one before we go. Mail. We'll try to get some more next week. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com forever 24-7. Tony Statlas and Dripperstein. This year's road to WrestleMania feels like it has no juice whatsoever. Everything's just kind of blah. Sure, ultimately, we will watch Mania and there will be great wrestling, but there isn't really anything going on storyline-wise to get the blood pumping. Roman and Brock is not unpredictable nor fresh. Ronda versus Charlotte doesn't excite anyone. Becky versus Lita is being wasted in the chamber. Guarantee they're going to do Bobby versus Drew, which we are all sick of. All the fantasy booking ideas you guys have had lately would be a huge improvement. Ronda versus Becky, Lita versus Charlotte, Bobby Brock, Roman triple threat, Riddle versus Goldberg, Shane versus Theory with Vince, throw in Rollins KO, uh, Usos versus New Day. Now you're having a conversation. My theory is day one killed mania season. They spent the last few months of 2021 building and marketing day one, never mentioning the Rumble once. Then, once day one was over, there was only two or three weeks to build to the Rumble. Clearly, they did absolutely zero planning for the Rumble, and as we saw, it was not good. Now we're here. The road to WrestleMania is paved with average TV, minimal storylines, a Saudi show, and nothing particularly exciting for us at all. That being said, see you in Dallas. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I don't even want to respond to that. That that email lives on its own and uh black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm blacker than black and I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm black y'all and I'm blacker than black and I'm black y'all. The black power rankings on cheap heat. This is our opportunity to highlight black talent. By the way, especially good time to do it as it is Black History Month. Um SGG, who jumps to the top of the Black Power rankings for you in this week of February 9th, 2022. I'm going to give it to MVP because mm. as much as I miss him in the ring, you said this time and time again, and, and he proved it again on Monday. Man, oh man, is he one of the best on the mic? I mean, it felt like he had no script, like he was just riffing, like he was, and he did what he was there to do. He built Bobby Lashley up to seem just like, a God level talent in that promo. That was a fun introduction. And so I'm giving it to MVP for just showing the world that although his wrestling days may be over, unfortunately, that he can do what he does right now at the highest level, better than anybody else. And he can do this for a long time. I'm giving it to MVP. MVP is man. Yeah. He looks great too, by the way, looks great. Uh, Dipperstein. I got to give it to Nyla Rose. Mm. Um, this week, I feel like they're positioning her, uh, as dominant. I mean, she, you know, she's, she is dominant. There's no, there's no doubt, but they're positioning her as I think maybe the next big, the next real big female star on the roster at AEW. You know, I'd like to see a feud between her and Jade Cargill for the TBS championship. Oh, I love Jade. And and uh, I think that would be an, I mean, they're both heels, but that would be an awesome feud, um, Nyla Rose and Jade Cargill. So, and I, I like the, the sort of the cool in-ring dominant work she's been doing with, uh, with Ruby Riot. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Nyla Rose. Okay. I'm going to, uh, a, a tie for me with Bobby Lashley and Bianca Belair Lashley, because 
It was fun getting to see him come out as a babyface in Denver. They basically let him just kind of be a babyface and take the Colorado love. And I thought it was fun to see him in that environment and thought he did a great job not becoming cheesy and letting his character go away, but taking in the good guy vibes he got in Denver. So I'll give it to Bobby Lashley and Bianca Belair, who's clearly heating back up. Um, She beat Nikki Ash this week. It's now like three weeks in a row where she's kind of been looking mage, mage, mage again and getting ready for what appears to be a run to WrestleMania and Bianca Belair season. I think I think that uh, it's been imperfect. But if she gets that title back at WrestleMania, I, I think to Greg's point earlier, we will agree this would turn out to be a fantastic season and year for Bianca Belair. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Make sure you follow us all on Instagram. We post clips from the show, etc. Dip post random pictures with Bray Wyatt from weddings. You can follow me at Rosenberg Radio, at Stat Guy Greg, and at The Dipperstein. Thank you to our producer, Troy, our executive producer, Cassius, and uh, everyone else at the Ringerverse. Take care. Enjoy... Um, uh, David Shoemaker, a great guy, and Kaz. Yeah, that's right. Mass Man Show, which will drop tomorrow as well. And Mac Mania um, every Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Oh, stay mage. Yeah, definitely stay mage. What a pro. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and, like, sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mitch.